Hi, everybody. It's Linda Gunner with Love Him, Love Them. And once a week, we get to get together and talk about miracles that God has used either our ministry or myself uh, as an instrument in. So I just really want you to understand that there are miracles that are happening every day all around you. And you have an opportunity to become a part of that uh, as being used as an instrument, to pray with someone, to love on someone, to encourage someone. So I want, And I want you to understand you can do it anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're at, the wall, if you're at Walmart, if you're at the gas station, if you're at uh, the Georgia game. So <laughs> let's talk about those national champions, right? Can everybody stand up and say, go dogs right now? I can't get any... I can't get anybody uh, in the studio to do that, but that's okay. So last night was the very first uh, Georgia game of 2023. And so, you know, you never know. We have uh, season tickets thanks to my dad, who's no longer here. That was part of his retirement program. And so very, very exciting that we continue to get to be able to still go. And so last night we went and there's this lady that sits beside us because we're on the faculty side. There's this lady that sits beside us and she's single and every game she brings somebody different to the game. So last night, whenever they sat down, the very first thing I said to the lady that she brought, I was like, you must be the blessed one. I said, you got to come to the very first opening game. So congratulations. And then, I mean, you can't hear a thing at the Georgia game, right? Everything's loud Saturday night, the big, big uh, bands playing and everything else. So I continued to watch the game. And then what did she say to me? Oh, uh, she was talking to me about my Georgia jewelry. And I said, oh, it's so interesting. I said, you know, my house just burned down. And I said, so I didn't even realize that I didn't have my Georgia paraphernalia to come to the Georgia game until yesterday when I started getting ready. And the lady was like, your house burned down? And I said, yeah. And so I started sharing with her about how we lost all of our material things. And she was like, I don't understand why you're so happy. And I was like, well, I'm happy because I'm at the Georgia game, right? This is a great opportunity. And so the lady that always sits beside us for the season ticket says to me, the only reason that she gets to come to me with with me to the games is because her husband is blind. So there's no point in him coming to the games. And I said, okay, so what is the what is the first thing that pops into your mind when somebody says they're blind? I mean, how many times in the Bible did Jesus heal blind eyes? I mean, it was kind of like a if he heard somebody was blind, it was like blind eyes open, right? And for those of you who don't know, we've had blind eyes open one, two, three times that I can think of right off the top of my head where um, literally we've just commanded the eyes to open. So the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, well, the first thing I'm thinking is I'd like to go get some (laughs) Chick-fil-A from the concession stand right now. But the minute I hear my husband, she doesn't, her husband doesn't come to the games because he's blind. Now I'm like, man, okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pray for her husband, right? So I'm sitting there thinking, how in the world are we going to pull this off? Which for those of you who have listened to our show before, you know that tons of miracles have happened at the Georgia Games, depending on who's sitting around us. So I mentioned to the lady and I'm like, I got to, this is the first quarter. Right? I'm going to have to sit beside her for three more quarters. So I need to be careful how I, I, how I manage this and handle this. So I simply just asked her, I said, has anybody ever prayed for your husband for his eyes to open? No, no. The first question I asked was, why Why is he blind? What's going on? Um, and I don't know. She said something about diabetes and glaucoma, and it just periodically, uh, his sight disintegrated. And so I said, oh, okay. I said, well, has anybody ever prayed for your husband? Well, yes, we pray every night. And I said, oh, okay, 
Awesome. And then I just, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to need to leave that alone for just a minute. So we have a few more touchdowns. When you're at a Georgia game, Georgia's going to make a lot of touchdowns, so you have time. And then it calms down a little bit after that. And so I said, hey, I said, I just wanted to mention to you, I said, has anybody ever anointed your husband with oil? And she's like, done what? I said, anointed him with oil. I said, I don't know. I said, there's this verse in the Bible in James, and it says that for those of you who are sick, call upon the leaders of the church, have them come anoint you with oil, and they will be... uh, not only will they be healed, but also their sins will be forgiven. And she said, no, nobody's ever done that. And I said, oh, okay. I said, I was just curious. And so we sit alongside a few more, a few more touchdowns, a few more games, a few more whatever. And finally she looks back at me and she goes, do you think that you could anoint my husband with oil? (laughs) And I said, yeah. I said, I'm sitting there dying for her to ask me, right? So I said, yes, I could. I said, actually, I would love to come and pray for your husband. I said, actually, now we live very, very close, and that would be that would be something. And she sits there, and she is bawling at the Georgia game. And then she texts her husband, which now I'm very suspicious, because she says, I'm going to text my husband right now. I said, I thought your husband was blind. <laughs> How's he going to be able to see your text? She said, he holds the phone up with a magnifying glass. She said, and he'll have the magnifying glass there to be able to see, and he can see out of one little portion of his eye. So this is, a. I love sharing with you the midterm miracles, right? Because this all just happened last night. On my way here to the office studio today, she texted me and said, my husband and I, because I, I this is another thing. I always give them my phone number. I never take their number because I want them to make the, the, I want them to reach out to me to set up the opportunity to make sure that they're serious. I don't want to be hounding people and haggling them to be able to come pray for them. So I cannot wait for this man's eyes to open. You know what? This is, this might be a little selfish of me. For those of you who pray uh, for healings, you might want to text me or call me and let me know. Cause you know, really and truly you can send forth healing. Psalm 103.20 says you can pray and send forth healing. Um, The guy that Jesus prayed for when his daughter was dead, uh, I mean, literally, she got up, fevers. I mean, Jesus did that all the time. But I love to be able to see it happen. So I am so excited. But here's the main thing. So I'm going to tell you the end of that miracle after I go and pray for his eyes. But here's my question for you. When someone shares with you something that can be a miracle if God intervenes. Do you offer that? Or do you empathize with them or sympathize with them? Do you say, oh my goodness, you know, we could have gone down a whole nother road. Oh, I'm so sorry that you have to come to the games by yourself. That must be horrible to not be able to be with your husband. Isn't that terrible that you can't, that he can't see or do anything? That's just, how do you deal with that? Do you see the difference between saying, You know, God, I mean, I just said, you know, God can heal that all through the Bible. He opened up blind eyes and we've seen it happen in our own ministry at least three times. So do you see the difference? Because you know what? You know what that also shows? It shows what you believe. And that's (laughs) that's one of the I, I, I say this. I'm not Steve Harvey, but we do have the top two answers of why prayers are not answered. Number one is there's unforgiveness in your life. And number two is we don't believe and, you know, again, I keep talking about James, but James says you you can't be tossed back and forth. You can't have, you, you have to know what you believe. And it is what we believe that determines the way that God responds to our prayers, 100%. So you, 
I want to, I just, I I was just told not to do that. I really want to encourage all of you to be a believing believer. That means when we know what the Bible says and we hear these little phrases from people or requests from people, that we are the ones that point them to the truth, that we are the ones that point them to our Father, right? We, I mean, you know, the other thing we could have done is said, oh, have you gone to the eye doctor in Athens or have you tried this doctor? Have you tried that doctor? You know, a, a lot of us are cross-eyed. <laughs> we've got one eye on God and we've got one eye on the doctor. And if we would put both of our, I'm not telling you not to go to a doctor, but I am telling you this, if we had both of our eyes on our father, and if we believed truly that he would heal, and if we believed not even really that he healed, but if we just believed what he says, and if we believed what the Bible says, then when people say, I'm sick, I can't see, my husband's blind, we, we've, we've, we've got the answer. We've got the answer that they're all looking for. That woman, the last, that all happened before the first half. So for the last half of the game, she asked me about 7,482 million questions. She kept leaning over. I felt bad for her friend because she was leaning over in front of her friend. She was like, do you think you could come this day? Do you think you could come that day? Can you remind me again what that Bible verse says? Listen, that's how we love them. We love them by pointing them to the truth because it's the truth that's gonna set them free. So I just want to encourage you, don't stop believing what God says and act on what you believe. Your actions and the way you respond to people shows what you believe. And God is searching for believing believers. So don't forget to love Him and love them. 